All right, everybody, welcome to perhaps the most special episode of Making the Metaverse so far. I have uh, today the most, uh, probably the most dynamic person in the Web3 space. Um, Anastasia is, um, she is a, previously a fashion magazine editor. Uh, she was just at uh, Fashion Week in NYC for the first time, I believe. Um, she was also at Burning Man recently, so perhaps we'll get a chance to talk about that. I believe you have an economics degree. Um, yes. You also, you do, yeah, you're crushing it in the gym, kicking butt, literally, because I see you also doing combat training. Um, and I think I've seen you do some dancing. Uh, you um, are in the recording studio singing a singing music, I believe. Yes. Uh, you can juggle. Uh, I learned yesterday in a chat with you. Um, apparently, I think you 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 have a strong selfie game. I think you do some modeling. Um, you basically can do everything except breathe fire. Uh, and yes. I'm just, still like do not have enough time to practice. Don't have enough time because yeah, you're I, I also, think like my neighbors will not accept this. Yeah, <laughs> well, you because and you're also the CEO of Coin Telegraph Communications, so. Right. Um, wow. Like if there is like, a, if there is like a superhero for web three, um, it's you, it's incredible. Um, how you doing? <laughs> oh, thank you, Michael. Uh, it's so sweet of you. Uh, well, I'm, I just do believe that people can make a lot of things in parallel and be successful in each of them. Plus all the things which I'm doing in my life, they are pretty complimentary. Like I do like communicate with people. I have third education. This is like theater degree, theater education. I'm a dramatic actress. And um, uh, I think it's such a compatible things to combine stage people, personalities. Uh, when I just came to crypto, I was interested in community and in people. I, I wasn't so deep in tech things or in blockchain and uh, I'm still trying to figure it out like some of them and I'm pretty excited about this. So all other things just helping me to stay positive, to, to stay tuned and to help heal other people because sometimes to say proper words in a proper moment is very, very important and yeah. Oh, wow, that is really so cool that you came to blockchain for community. So, so like, and cause you're early, right? I mean, you, you didn't just show up a few months ago. You've been in crypto for a while, right? Yes, for a while. Yes. For so five years already. Yeah. Five years. Okay. So like what kind of community, like when, when people think about like the kinds of people that were into crypto, like five years ago, um, you know, they're, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering like, <laughs> What, what did you see in the community that maybe other people didn't necessarily see at that time? What, what, what was it? What, why did you see uh, community? What was that your, your thinking? What, what, what attracted you? Well, um, when I just came to the crypto, we were still aliens and we, I yeah. think, are still aliens. Not for U.S., but for other countries, obviously. Uh, but when I first came, I was excited that, like, this is not the industry which you can learn in the university like it's mm -hmm. still like blockchain things are still trying to get access to the education field that like we do not have special professors yeah uh, whose specialization is like crypto world and all this stuff and um 
I was surprised how many very different people are in the field. Like when you're going to economics conference, like you probably will uh, find there like master's degree of economy people, professors, like and other people related to the industry and who already were in the industry. They like had quotes of like industry leaders, etc. Et we in crypto we have like all of them, of course, as well. But I was surprised how many very different people and it still drives me a lot. Mm -hmm. It's still like um, my first passion because um, you can learn so many things, how people think, how can they use their mind out of the box. They all dreamers, they came to the new industry to explore, to investigate, to bring something new. They wanted to change the system. They want to change the world. They want to understand how everything works. And this is so pretty amazing. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard you say that in, in other places online about um, that feeling of, uh, oh, it was a podcast I was listening that you did a couple of weeks ago, actually. Um, and uh, you you were talking about changing the system, so it it it, it gives this feeling that like the create the, these creators uh, who are who are in some in some ways they're artists, but they're also scientists, the early ones, any or the the ones that do the coding. Because I am with you. I I studied uh, digital payment systems, and I studied information network uh, integration um, in university, but I didn't study coding, so I can't write code um i'm more interested in I, I i'm more interested in the sort of the social and political uh relationships to networks to information networks and the movement of uh personal data and financial uh financial data um and uh so i'm, I'm familiar with the ways in which technology can play a role either way it can be used as a political weapon um, it can also be used for uh, resistance to political oppression. Um, and I think it's interesting to see how different communities in, because Web3 is detached from geography, but we all come from somewhere. And so it's interesting to see how, what your political environment was in, 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 your, in your life and how you uh, see the, the possibilities um, for the technology, particularly, I'm thinking about places around the world where maybe the the government is more um, in control of people's lives than in other places. Well, definitely, I think that people who are coming to the industry right now, like at the seat, like they are not the same people who came to the industry like five years ago, seven mm -hmm. years ago, eight years yeah. ago, because people started to be familiar with the industry. They like, wow, somebody checked this. Mm -hmm. it should be successful i have to try this like well i do not know what to do to life for life i'm sorry like i will go to blockchain field mm -hmm. and sometimes it's so obvious and like not so interesting as it was before because like why i for example respect vitalik buterin so much because he just played computer game yeah. and he was his fight in technology yeah. he literally asked them to change something and they told like it's impossible. And he, mm -hmm. he say like, okay, I will do it by myself. <laughs> that's great. An impulse intense. That's mm -hmm. like, you, you have an intention to, to bring something to the field. And I do believe when you're 
you do what you like, the success, the money, all the basic things which everyone trying to find in this world come to you just because, just because this is not your main passion. When you do not put the money into the corner and at the first place, you can do literally very great things because mm -hmm. to understand how system works, it's incredible. It's almost to understand how universe works. Mm -hmm. Like, and to understand something about yourself as well, because you never know who exactly you will meet during the blockchain conference. Yes. And the same thing I had on the Burning Man, to, to be honest, because you never know who is there. Like mm -hmm. you're opening the like the box with the yeah. secrets, and you do not know which one will be the next. This is so exciting, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's been my experience because, you know, this project that I've been working on really has been about helping people entering Web3. So I've spent a lot, most of my time, I don't typically um, interact with people that are uh, from big established projects. You know, I, I got most of my intro was with uh, NFT artists who, you know, I wrote articles for people that had like you know, a hundred followers on Instagram and like had like five NFTs that they'd produced. And, <clears throat> and I was just interested in like, wow, you're trying to create something. You're, you know, tell me about yourself. How did you get, a, how did you get in here? Because everybody has a really interesting story about how they got here. And that's one of the things that I really enjoy about the podcast and having people come on is getting that background from people. Like, like, how did you, how did you land here? Like what pulled you into the space? Um, and, and people come for different reasons, but one of the things that I have, one of the things that's been enjoyable for me, and maybe you've experienced this is that, you know, always, you know, mainstream media is always, you know, sensationalizing everything. And, and, and a lot of the things that they talk about are the scammers and the, you know, the projects that fall apart and the money that people uh, lose and, and the deception, but I my experience in the space when I became part of it instead of just looking at it from the outside is that it's filled with people that it just like you said they they just they they want to build communities and they want to do it through this thing that they're doing whether it's a piece of code or an NFT or now a, a metaverse space or some digital clothing um, and it's and and there's this openness and willingness in the in the community where people are just open to partnering and collaborating so it's if you i feel like if you come into it with that intention in mind you, you, like incredible things will happen and in such a short period of time like yeah, it, sure sure like in the worst case you will have a great story to tell yes and in the best case how many beautiful things could happen to you and to be honest, like at the end of the day, everything is about relations. You yes. can be on the top of the world, but if you will be alone without no one to share your success, yeah, is it a real success? Yeah, like, for sure. Like everything is about relations. You you cannot go just by like, of course you can, but it will be a very lonely and boring path. I will not choose it. <laughs> so how did you... Um... How did community play a role in how you like got to where you are today? Like you, like what, what, what's that journey been like? Like, have you just gradually expanded your networks? Did you have like a big break that happened at some point? Did you have several breaks? Like, like what, how is that? How did you go from 
oh, the, that looks like uh, an interesting kind of group of people to hang out with, those aliens that are doing this weird coding thing, to like CEO of Cointelegraph Communications. <laughs> like, how do you how do you travel that distance? <laughs> uh well, everything happened so fast. I like back to the years, I still trying to understand that it was just like several years, just five. Um, I was an actress and TV host in Russia and was never thinking about crypto and blockchain space, never ever before. And then was a bit disappointed in the theater system and um, wanted to combine all my skills, what I have and economics, languages, like theater skills because I do love people and I do love stage. And um, well, first thing which came to my mind, of course, was marketing. Like it's something creative, something about people, something about art, something about something. So let's go there. Uh, I started to go to the interviews and one of the first interviews was, uh, was with uh, my friend. She's my friend right now, Valerie. So uh, they made a blockchain company. It was ICO, like this company made um, ratings for ICO projects, like helping okay. people to understand in which one exactly uh, like you can support, which one project you can support, to which one you will like share your money with, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And after one week, they asked me to go to Hong Kong to, um, to be a part of investment competition, like to raise the money for the project. The project was also media, but it was like aggregator media, like main, main use and something. And I used to work for the media for so long. So it sounded familiar to me. Okay. And I went to Hong Kong and suddenly won the first, uh, third, I'm sorry, third place and $1 million. Wow. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. You, but hold on. So you're like, yeah, like <laughs> you're going to run over that note. Like <laughs> you, you won a million dollars. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I was so, I was so excited, like, and a bit disappointed because like I'm master of sports in rhythmical gymnastic in my past and like all sport, like all champions, all mm. Yeah. they will know that only the first place exists right yeah other ones doesn't so i was a bit disappointed but still with some amount of money uh then everyone started to hunt on me and that's how i came to coin telegraph ecosystem i came as head head of events and communications and i was so excited because it was my opportunity to travel to see the world like yeah like in aladdin song you know like the whole new world the most fantastic point of view and i was so excited about everything i was like i woke up every day with the one feeling that i'm the happiest person in the world and wow. the most incredible things that are happening to me right now that there is no time that like to rest because i want to put everything in my day like i i'm ready to share this energy with people to motivate wow. them because some of them didn't even understand how lucky they are to be a part of something very very new like yeah. our world is already so progressive it mm -hmm. seems like everything is already exist yes and suddenly someone mm -hmm. created something very very new so you can be a beginner you can set up your own rules just imagine how crazy this is yeah so i started to travel then i became creative director then pandemic happens um then we decided to like we just realized in last october that i have such a huge network 
I never was the person who's trying to sell something to someone, but I was the key person in our ecosystem inside and outside that people are always coming to me like for advice or like to help us to understand your ecosystem at Cointelegraph, where to go if I want this, if I want that. And um, I have so many network and friends inside the industry. So we decided to create Cointelegraph communications as the main door to Cointelegraph ecosystem. So I can introduce you to everything what we have inside. And it, I can also help our people inside Cointelegraph ecosystem, introduce them to, to the crypto world who is surrounding us. And like, we can make a lot of beautiful things happen because sometimes you can meet people you can hear their problems, concerns, and everything. And they just do not want to, to go with all of this. And sometimes to ask questions is much more important huh. than to, yeah. to have answers. And um, create a friendship is like relations take time. Yes, you know? they do. Yeah. It's not only one day basic things. Yeah. So it means to create trust. It means to create secureness around. It means to provide help, even if the person do not ask for it, to show that those things could be better. And um, this is what I like about my job because it's not about money at all. It's about something very, very deep, much more important, uh, something about real friendship and mm. we just need to remember this all the time because in like our life is so fast i think especially in the crypto space like in one week so many things happening so like yeah. some person do not have so many things in their whole life yes yes yeah how lucky we are yes yeah yeah it's cosmic speed i guess yeah, yeah, it feels it feels like that. It it's a uh, it it's um it's detached from like time acts funny, and and even geography acts funny. You know, um, I don't know. I mean, it, it sounds like you have got networks all around the world, and I think like I was thinking about this yesterday. Like the number of people that are in my head right now that I'm talking to. And 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 they're from all parts of the world, and and there's all of these different projects that I've got my hands on, um, that I'm involved with, and and it's like, I could never do that in my city, like I couldn't do it. It just wouldn't be possible. Um, but with the power yes, of Web three tech, some guy in the street and start yeah. to communicate with them about. Well, of course you can, but you will never actually do this. But yeah, the number of connections and the and the and the variety of projects and 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 the opportunities too, you know, like one of the things I love about Web three at the moment is as that um, you know uh, Yana, who is a, a Russian fashion digital fashion designer, who was on the show earlier. Uh, mm -hmm. I met her a while ago, and she wanted she had aspirations of getting into into traditional fashion. And she couldn't get in. She there were all these gatekeepers, and there were all of these like sort of rules and roadblocks around like, well, you you know, you have to do this, or you have to know this person or that person. And uh, there was a moment where she where she learned about uh, Web three, 
And she just decided to jump in and become a digital fashion designer. And now like what she's accomplished in the last six months or year is, is incredible. Like, it's just like, if you have a, a, a burning passion for something and you throw yourself into web three, it's incredible where you can go and the people that you can meet. Yeah, like of course, especially like for fashion, I was thinking so many. Uh, recently, I was on Vivian Tam fashion show. She made a huge collaboration with Bored Ape and all the clothes was like with the yeah. famous prints and everything. And it was something between the metaverse and real life. And um, I was thinking like um, how many things we can solve and how many new rules we can create because um, what digital fashion means. Does mm -hmm. it mean that our avatar should just like copy past our like traditional clothes or it could be something like really incredible? Could rules from the fashion, like we have trends here, like in, in our reality and should be those trends different from the reality in the web three? Like mm -hmm. what is the main passion about this? And this is like, of, of course, more, rhetorical question but still like how how many topics we can discuss in this and this is just one small industry like everyone trying to go to web3 no one completely understands what does it mean but we are all like in the same line yeah <laughs> to web3 show let's say so um i i just really do not um i'm happy that i do not know what to expect yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's almost like your you your past, your life was perfectly designed for the evolution of Web three because you know you came in to in a time when really what was going on was tokens. Like that was the state of affairs. That was what was going on, right? Uh, did you expect that someday there would be digital fashion that would be sold on the blockchain? Like, was that something you imagined at that time? Never, never. The word blockchain never was in my head. Like even more. I was thinking that like I was editor-in-chief in Russian fashion magazine and um, um, of course everything started to be digital. Like digital versions, digital subscriptions mm -hmm. to the journals, etc. So like I was thinking how it would be in 10 and 15 years can we still print something? Because like it's so many different types of printing magazines. So, but never about the blockchain, never. Huh, yeah, um, because um, you know one of the things that I think about sometimes around the uh, the onboarding of Web three and the adoption is when you know back when it was just coins, it was it's kind of like you know you had to really be kind of like a, a, a tech person to get into the space and to even really to like, how do you use this? Like, it just seemed like so foreign and alien, I think for the world. <clears throat> but something happened when NFT technology boomed and pictures suddenly, it was like, people could relate to that. Like they could say like, oh, I'm, that's a picture. And they could relate to the concept of, of collectibles. Like that's something that people have done for thousands of years. Um, and then also, you know, in order for you to participate, like to become a creator in, in the times of tokens, you know, it was kind of like you really needed to put in a lot of time and effort to create a project. And then like, what could you do with it? 
But when OpenSea came along, for example, it was suddenly like, if you can use Instagram, you can jump into Web3. Like you can be part of Web3, just like that. You don't need to learn anything new. You don't need to develop any new skills. And you can create something and you can show it to your friends and they can say, oh, cool, that's a nice picture. Or, oh yeah, I understand that. I can see what you're doing there. Um, so uh, I think for me, that that was that was something that the NFT, the adoption of NFT really did for Web3 was I think that was the moment where it really started to become a mainstream thing where everybody could start to understand like, oh, I could participate in Web3 and maybe not even understand the tech beneath it. Yeah, like, and this is still a huge opportunity for new era of digital artists. Like, this is, this is a, well, like, from the one hand, this is a protection of author rights, and um, this is opportunity to make digital museums, like the copy paste of the museums, uh, which we already have, because during pandemic, everything stops. And, like, I think that there were persons who were thinking, Will I see one more time Mona Lisa or something like that? And this is also a part of our generation. It's part of our education, which is also important. And for the new era of digital creators, this is the whole new field without rules. And yeah. what could be really exciting for the creative person when nobody is trying to frame you? So this freedom, this digital freedom, everything like now you have no excuses. Like yeah. if before, like you had like, wow, I have to do this. I have to have these skills, this one, etc. Now there are no excuses. If Absolutely. you do nothing, yeah. Yeah. you're lazy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. If you have if a cell phone, you can you do, do this. Yeah. And it actually is much louder than words. Like show yeah. me, like, show yeah. me your content, show me your NFT, show me your like passion, show me your articles, show me something. Yeah. So yeah. So now um see who is who. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And and I think you're totally right. Like, like if you've got a cell phone, if you're using a cell phone, you can be in web three. That that's that's really all it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how excited are you, how excited were you to see then, um, you know, so what happened after that was, I noticed that as the NFT crash started happening, that there was one particular sector that seemed to stay active and that was the digital, digital wearables, uh, sector because the metaverse was starting to catch on. And there was increasing interest there and and digital wearables had a utility of some kind you know they had a use case beyond just collecting or trying to flip and make profit so as someone with a fashion background like what was your what were you what was in your headspace as you started to see this kind of application coming about did that excite you did you feel like you wanted to lean into that like what what, what how what, what did you what was your impression <laughs> This magical word metaverse. <laughs> Who knows what does it mean in reality? Um, well, I think it was logical that this bunch of things started, like just started to be in our life. Uh, but I was just an observer from the beginning because I just wanted to understand who will stay alive, hmm. how how far it can go, and um what people exactly 
allow themselves to do in the space like what kind of obstacles they are trying to create for themselves it was like very fun social experiment for me um about the metaverse right now well it depends as i said it depends what we exactly call the metaverse if uh, we are calling just digitalization of our life we're already in the metaverse yes you're in canada i'm in new york we still yeah. have pretty cool conversation yeah with any lack of connection perfect pictures and yeah. perfect work we are in the instagram where we can share everything from the voice till stickers and this is still metaverse and if you're talking about something like cyber reality when me and you are connected with electrodes to the computer and trying to live the second, the third, or even the fourth life. This is kind of different type of things. And I do not even know, do I want to be so deeply in this? Because I, so I like my reality so much. Like I like digitalization. I like the opportunities to, to talk to you, to have, to have friends. Like I have so many friends around the world and 50% of them I have never seen in real life. Wow. Like, it's You've like never been I, in, the, in a room with them before. In, yeah. In my school. It's almost like I see you. You have like a private internet friend. Yeah. You do not know like how he or she looks like. Yeah. And now, like the same thing. If you meet some avatar in the metaverse, you cannot be like, like in Ready Player One movie. You cannot really be sure that this is not a dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that, that's a, you know, I, I've, I've had people approach me to get involved with their projects and, you know, I, it's like hard, it takes time to investigate and to see like, is this for real? Like, are these people for real? Even, even if they have a website with pictures on it, like, is this a real website? Are these real people? There was a pro there's a project I've been in, in researching for a month now. Um, and they they've just had some publicity that came out from a from a, a big media outlet um and but it it was like i was like skeptical like are you guys for real is this a real project is are these people actually on the board of directors like or did you just like take their picture and put it on your website like that's something that um i guess it's part of the it's just part of the the adventure of web3 is that kind of uh, that discovery, you know. Um, well, special from Point Telegraph. We are famous for our arts. Yeah. Portraits, like, websites. Yeah. Like, yeah. We do ourselves. So, like, now, now you can see that it's like I'm real deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, I've always been like so impressed by the artwork, like, so much artwork. Like, how does that happen? Like, that's, like how how does that happen? Who makes that happen? Some some years ago, like some, not years, I'm sorry. Some time ago, we decided to check how Point Telegraph website looked like back to the years, like in 2013, in yeah. early beginning, and we were so impressed by the amount of changes which already like which we already made for all those years because like trends are not happening like very like they are slowly comes to our life and we are making changes like even in art like oh it's something trendy we should like 
add something, add something, add something. And you cannot see the difference when you're like working with this all the time. Mm -hmm. But after the years, you can see like, wow, so many things. You can see how the culture has been changed, how art has been changed, how our own approach to this has been changed. But I'm so still impressed how our team of artists working so hard every day to draw each article. Like I can see it's like, like, hey guys, new article. Like the main thing of this article is this, that, and this. Like let's brainstorm, let's understand how to draw, how to show the blockchain. Like we were actually the first company who decided to, how to show like blockchain and pictures, how to show like forks, how to show like we created characters. Yeah. We, like and after we made nfts from them mm -hmm. because they like we are like marvel for crypto we are yes. really similar yes. with these characters yeah and we are part of this like metaverse and like since we already had metaverse even before we started to talk about metaverse every yes. day in our panel discussions and in our articles yeah absolutely it it, it feels like you like you have been able to create a world of some kind. And, and it's like, I'm not, I'm it, it like, it's, it's not that I'm, that I'm just reading these articles that are, have this information about stuff that's going on and something I'm interested in. It's almost like you're, it, it feels like you're reporting from a different place, from a different realm or a different world. And you're like sending updates, like, here's what's going on. This is what's happening in this like new world. It's, it's brilliant. It's so fantastic. And kudos to the people that make that happen because um you know it's a lot of work to do creative design like that to 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 tell a story in a digital picture like um it, it's a lot of work it's a lot of effort so good good for them um I, I and and i think it really makes you stand out in terms of your branding for sure so kudos to to everyone on, on that project um i wanted to ask about um one of the things I like to talk about is, is uh, the social impact piece of Web3 and the, the, the opportunities to make the world a better place, which is kind of like a really broad term. But, um, you know, one of, like, for example, there's a project that's, that's um, launching next week. They're doing a graphic novel um, that's going to be given away uh, for free. Um, and the purpose is they've, they've written a story to um, educate youth in Africa about blockchain technologies and the opportunities for decentralized a decentralized future, the opportunities to serve to uh, to sort of create uh, alternative rules to push back against um, uh, particular state actors that maybe don't have their best interests at heart. It's a really fantastic project. I've seen so many projects that are doing things like um, sustainability, cleaning the environment. Um, it just seems like there's there's uh, you know crypto philanthropy. So how how much do you do you uh, spend time uh, involved in that kind of like you know doing good for the community part of Web three? It's a bit louder. My neighbor is doing. Oh, that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> you may um, hear my dog in the background at some point. <laughs> so, um, I, I will try to speak louder as well. Um, 
I'm involved in many projects, um, like, like for example, uh, I'm advisor in Longevity Science Foundation. Okay. Uh, they are making investments in longevity sector through the blockchain, which okay. can really help not just build new one clinics, which will investigate like all the reasons how to be beautiful longer and healthy longer and live longer, but still like using blockchain technologies to show them transparency of the technology that uh, you can take off a lot of bureaucracy of this process and um, still like, um, and still be inside the industry. There are a lot of projects about philanthropy, as we said, like about legal philanthropy, about philanthropy and justice, especially for example, uh, Galaxy has such type of projects, which calls Galaxy Gifts. They are trying to make an application where um, each citizen can observe the law system and the law process. So no one will be punished for nothing and you can be a part of this. Hmm. So I think that blockchain comes to our real life to show how transparency can literally work for us. And this is very important because, um, well, I do love this book, like, um, what is the name? Um, 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 oh my God, Noel. Well, doesn't matter. So the book tells us that in our reality, there is no government, no mm -hmm. law, no constitutions, no something. These are terms which we created for ourselves to yeah. create a system which yeah. could be sustainable, yeah. like for government, for power, for to control something. So we surrounded by something to just to live sustainable because yeah. for 90% of people uh, to have a predictable Saturday yes. means to be safe. Yeah. And like for, for people who have a power in the world to understand that like to have a predictable community means mm -hmm. to stay safe and yep. to, to have a control. Yep. So now blockchain in all the industries can show us the transparency that we can understand how the process goes, mm -hmm. that we can fight with the corruption. Mm -hmm. Finally. Yes. Like yeah. we, are, we are trying to tell that there are like, when I just first came to US, it was a ridiculous phrase, which I will never forget. Anastasia, there is no corruption in US. Huh. I already saw by myself <laughs> so so many types of this. It's a bit different than in like hmm. other yeah. parts of the world, yeah. but it still exists. Still like, exists let's, yeah. let's let's not play in unicorns like yes, like, yeah, it still exists. Yeah, and um, now blockchain can show that like if you want to play the rules rules should be the same for everyone yeah yeah so let, let's try to play in this so this is how blockchain and decentralization yes really yes help our real world because like i always have this question from my friends who are not like from traditional businesses or from not like not blockchain space like 
blockchain 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 in real life how blockchain can help like my business how blockchain like can help medicine well i can be sure that this type of medicine which like and the price is enormous i can be sure that this is not just placebo mm -hmm. this is not just like piece like of water it's that it can really help me or someone to heal the disease to mm -hmm. survive after yeah that i can be sure that this is legal which still is important because so many illegal things happening like maybe um, it can help to prevent people's trafficking, which is still the problem. Right. The blockchain can help with the charity because charity organizations are the first organizations who also has corruption. Inside. Oh, yes. I spend a lot of time working in charities. This is, like, and, yeah. this is the best excuse yeah. to see, but this money goes for charity. Yes, yes. What does because that mean? Nobody <laughs> feels something against yeah. the charity. Yeah. It's not allowed. You yeah. can be like, if you will try to check the charity, mm -hmm. you are like an enemy in a basic. Yes. Yes. Because it's something, it's something saint, yeah. touchable. Yeah. But look, there Which are seems some suspicious, right? Things. Like if something is that sacred, you've got to kind of look at it and be like, okay, so who's being protected here? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, when I'm starting to ask the questions, like even like for the huge charity funds, like even if I, me like by myself wanted to invest in something or like to help someone, I want to understand that this money goes not to somebody's pocket, yeah. but for real help, to help the kids, to help like people to survive after the war. And like yeah. during the war, we, we have some right now and i i want to help to real people not to the personalities who want just to grab the yes this yeah. is a deal with his own karma uh but it's it's still a case yeah. and i know like it's not allowed to talk about this because yes, like yeah. like yes. we're uh, but this is what's the real decentralization about and how everyone can talk that blockchain like Blockchain is not my business. It's yours. You yes. live in, we live in the same world. We still exist in the same world. How it could be not your cup of tea. It's yours cup of tea. Yeah. Maybe more than mine. But if you do not want to understand this, you just lose your time because you have to live in this, in this world. Yeah. You cannot yeah. survive. You cannot just exist. Yeah, I think, um, I think that uh, for me, it seems like you know, we have, I, I, we have these, we have to structure society, like you said, in order to sustain ourselves, we can't just wake up every day in anarchy, and just try and figure out, like, how are we going to survive another day, right? But then what happens over time, potentially, yeah. is that, that, that structure, then creates uh, a, an asymmetry in power. And then people who are at the top of that structure, are able, then that you have the this corruption because then they start to use the centralized power for their own interests and their own agendas. Um, my hope for decentralization is that it provides us with the structuring force that we require so that we're not living in anarchy, but it, uh, it, it helps us to maybe be less prone to this sort of centralizing um, 
a centralization of power that then enables and makes corruption possible. But I think the key is, um, and I'm suddenly thinking about the project I mentioned before, the key is that blockchain ultimately is just a technology and our futures are going to be determined by who decides to use the technology and understand it. And if only the same old players leverage blockchain technology and regular people don't get involved and don't learn, there's going to be a missed opportunity there because they're just going the the established players are just going to use blockchain to their advantage. So I think that education for all is something that's really important to manifest that that I that ideal that we're talking about. Yeah, I think that education is the second very important topic after like what, what we discussed before, because uh, when you educate people, you allow them to have a knowledge to use this, like to protect themselves, to understand how things works. Just like, do not trust like random news from the television or something like um, education helps not just to have some amount of information in your head. Education helps you to think, to yes. ask questions, yes. to ask logical questions, not yes. just to trust everything around. And now I think it's obvious that the whole world education system, it's not just about like Russian education system or American education system or somebody else's education system. Um, education system is pretty old. Yes. Uh, it's not like we already, like I was surprised last year in October, it was like something like box for traders, crypto traders, and then their picture appeared on the screen. And I was so surprised they are kids. Hmm. 16 years old billionaires. Wow. Do they need a regular math or regular poetry in the school? Mm -hmm. Obviously not. Yeah. So, like how the system of education, like before to have a diploma, um, like to have degree means that you can have an awesome job. Now mm -hmm. you can also have an awesome job. You can be a TikTok star, mm -hmm. like popular, yeah. popular in a second. So I still have a questions like, uh, well, it's a pity, like I have three degrees, which <laughs> will be useless in <laughs> years. And I have just to explore TikTok more. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but like, if if we are not trying to joke, this is really important. Mm -hmm. Like, like of course, basic economics, like because of the blockchain is like traditional economy system, but in different words, plus something like a bit modern. And well, I, I think I already said everything. I have so so many questions to to the system right now. To be honest, to the world system. So like even right now with the, all the political situation in the world mm -hmm. uh me as an immigrant who came to us uh during the war uh i can even understand that everyone can sympathize you but you still have to go through the mm -hmm. whole old bureaucracy process yeah. right yeah offered you nothing mm -hmm. and promised you nothing mm -hmm. and spent amount of time enormous amount of money just for hmm. a huge amount of luck yeah something in the result so everything already happened everything is still happening and system is not ready for this 
Also, I was surprised that you cannot use Apple Pay everywhere <laughs> in America. Like you guys created Apple Pay. What's the problem with you? Yes. <laughs> wow. That's wild. Yeah. Well, actually, that, that's something I see more than in, in US. Yeah. That's something I studied actually in my PhD work was payment systems. And the, yeah. the US is interesting, an interesting case because uh, one of the things I studied was the adoption of smart card technology. So you remember like your credit card has that little chip inside of it and uh, that makes it a that makes it a smart card. Um, and the US was actually one of the last countries in the world to adopt smart card technology um, behind Canada even. And one of the difficulties that the US faced was that their banking landscape was extremely fractured. So they didn't necessarily have a way to implement it all across the US at the same time. Like you had to have adoption in different regions. Um, so that's so it's interesting to hear about. I didn't know about Apple about the Apple Pay situation. Interesting. Um, well, like I, I already, uh, like I think like a year ago, I didn't have a habit to take card holder with me because I like have Apple Watches. Yep iPads, iPhone. So like, like, why do I need them? I almost forget that you have something like physical to touch. Yeah. Like here, like, oh, I'm sorry. We have like an old um, yeah. machine. Yeah. Like, Magnetic stripe. <laughs> it was like, I'm in the middle of Manhattan. Yeah. Yes. Why? Yeah. Like, why? J just a question. Like, why? Yeah. Do you know that these technologies exist? Like, mm, yeah. like I, I, I pay like so many money for all those like apple subscriptions apple things like to improve myself with one two three four yeah. like, for whom you you are making this if yeah. i can do this yeah 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 totally <laughs> like well i i'm still like you, you you know like system isn't even ready for like simple digital technologies bad yep. digital technologies yep. and you're yep. trying like to go to the space to the moon yep uh, talking about decentralization and metaverse in the space and let's go to Mars, Venus, like, and other amazing planets, but like, let's figure that out with Apple Pay, guys. Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I cannot pay, like, for for the space tickets. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, cash only. <laughs> cash only, yeah. yeah. Um, so Bitcoin. Oh, this is the di di different part of my headache every time. Yeah. <laughs> I will tell you in, in, in person how okay. hard it is. All right. So. Um so so you you have such a big life. Like you, like most of the people that I talk to, you know, they're just starting out in web three. And so I ask them, like, what are you hoping to do in the future? Where do you think this is gonna lead you? Who do you who would you like to collaborate with? But you're like in a different place than all of the people that I speak to usually. Um, you know, you're probably the, the the vision that a lot of people have. Like they want to get to someday to be where you are. Um, but but you're obviously a very dynamic individual. Um, what uh, what what have you got in your in your mind for the next year or two? Or is are there are you just running your life and you're just like com completely just like, you know, running to keep up with what you're already doing. Do you have uh, some some visions of what you have other things you want to do? You mean for myself? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, 
Anastasia as an individual is a very complicated person. She minds <laughs> very fast. Yeah. I can only predict that tomorrow morning I have training and dance yes. class. And like you will probably see this in stories. Um, you know what I understood with time? Uh, that it's amazing to have a point B, but things are changing so fast that you can achieve your point B or not achieve the point B. Mm -hmm. And you can like and realize that you spend so many time of your life holding on to nothing and maybe right. wrong and point B is wrong and you don't yeah. point yeah. B anymore. Totally, yeah. So you have to understand how to enjoy the rides, how like to live in the moment. I'm not telling you like to, to sell all your crypto right now mm -hmm. and like, to buy private jet and go to Maldives. Yeah. Sounds good. If you still want to do this, call me after, okay? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, you have to enjoy the ride. You have to enjoy the process. It's still so amazing because we already have so many memories about blockchain and Web3. We discussed one hour ago how everything started. And we still have this amazing moment. And I just want to want to be surprised as well. Uh, like, of course, I'm the first person who received all the press releases under embargo, and I know so many news before the publication. But I still really want to be surprised in a good way with uh, people around me, with technologists, with uh, dreamers, because I do not want to go to the conference next week to the minute, I guess. And I do not want to meet another um, gold digger. Mm -hmm. I want to meet a dreamer yeah. who wants to create something so bad because he cannot just go to sleep calmly without this dream. Huh. So I want to meet people like that and I will be completely happy with blockchain or without, because if we will surround ourselves with these kind of people, everything could be possible and naming is just a second thing after. That's perfect for what I wanna ask you before we wrap up, which is, um, what do you say to those people? Because I wanna, you know, those, those are the people that I hang out with, those dreamers, those people that are are entering into Web3 and maybe they've been here, there's, there's you know, maybe they, they're brand new or maybe they've been here for six months and, you know, they haven't really kind of like, they're still grinding. They're still trying, you know, they're trying to like get their projects going. Um, what do you, what, before we go, can you give some advice or a message to, to those folks, those dreamers, those people you talk about? You know, like maybe maybe it will sound very simple, but let's try to not to lose this internal child hmm. in ourselves. Okay. Because um, the world will be um, same as you want. If you want to see cruel people around yourself, you will definitely find them. Hmm. I want to see dreamers. I want to see individuals. I want to see people who are trying to achieve something, who are motivated, who can inspire me and I can inspire them. 
So let's save internal kids because everything which is like going on around those small folks wanted to make so bad when they were a child. Hmm. All right. I, I think what I need to do tonight is do some cartwheels on the front yard with my daughter and uh, keep that child alive. Thank you. Sure. And you just have to, to, to become a Harry Potter fan. How can ah. you? <laughs> well, I was in the Harry Potter store in Manhattan a couple of weeks ago. It was pretty fantastic. So maybe I'll give it a second go. I'll, I'll, I'll give it another shot. <laughs> yeah. well, thank, th sure. thank you so much for coming on, Anastasia. I, I just got to say on the note of what we talked about in the last few minutes, I never dreamed of this a year ago when I started really doing what this project. Um, I don't know how this happened, honestly. Like I, I didn't like, I didn't chase you down. I wasn't, you weren't like someone I was like, I want, you know, it was just like, like you said, like we just started talking online. I don't even know how that came about. And then I was just like, Hey, you want to come on my show? And you were like, yes. And I was like, wait, what? Really? <laughs> like, okay, great. That's, that's so cool. Um, so uh, I just, hey, why not? Why not? I, I just, I just want to thank you so much. Really. It's been such a delight and a pleasure. I've been looking forward to this and um, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, I wish you all the best. And I, and I look forward to seeing you get up for 6am training tomorrow morning. <laughs> 9 a.m it's it's saturday <laughs> oh saturday right okay do you this anymore <laughs> <laughs> well thanks so much anastasia take care thank you so much you're such a beautiful human being oh I, thank you <laughs> i had such a pleasure to talk oh, to you thank you so much that people will find something for them in our conversation i absolutely believe so thank you i'll talk soon take care Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.